Welcome to Unsuitable on Ray Radio, the award-winning financial services and business advisory podcast that challenges your old-school business practices and their traditional business suit culture. Our guests are industry professionals and experts who will challenge you to think beyond the suit and tie while offering you meaningful modern solutions to help enhance your company's growth. I'm your host, Dave Kane. Every year on National Philanthropy Day, which is November 15th, people, organizations, and businesses come together to reflect on the great contributions being done to improve our communities. On today's episode of Unsuitable, we will lend our voices to the chorus. Not only that, but we will be talking to Mary Beth Wright, a principal on Ray's not-for-profit team located in Cambridge, Ohio, about what happens when giving back becomes a focal point of a company's culture. In fact, 74% of employees consider their jobs to be more fulfilling when they can impact social and environmental issues while at work. And 70% of employees say they are more likely to be loyal to an employer that helps them give back and get involved. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. Let's get started. Welcome back to Unsubo, Mary Beth. Well, thanks, Dave. It's good to uh, have you back. I believe this is your second uh, visit. It is, and it's centered around not-for-profits. So as we were uh, talking in the opening before production started, uh, National Philanthropy Day goes back to 1986, and you told me that it was Ronald Reagan. Yes. Wasn't 1986 the year the big tax reform, the last big tax reform? Was that the year? I don't know. That I was a long was. time ago. You and I, I think... were both staff accountants in 1986. <laughs> so what I uh, what I like about today's guest is is you practice what you preach. You know, I've been in the Cambridge and Guernsey County area a number of times to see uh, you in action. Uh, you're a board member. You're involved in foundations all throughout the community. So, uh, again, you practice what you preach, and I think that's very important to our listening audience. But one of the things I do want to explore with you is one of your most recent uh, fundraising events, which uh, I, I believe is in some of the Ray uh, materials, the Ray website. Uh, rumor has it that you raised funds for the community by uh, kissing a pig. I did. Yes, I did. I decided go pig or go home. So when I was nominated, I decided that I was going to go for it. So okay. I started to recruit my friends and family and and Becca put a little sign out there. Becca and team put a little sign out there on the internet. So I raised the most dollars, and as a as a result, I um had to kiss the little piglet last week. My guess is uh, there are no listeners for this podcast that have kissed a pig. Uh, no, and he was kind of temperamental, so it was kind of a <laughs> it was kind of an experience. So was, but you know what? It, it raised fun for charity. Yeah, well, so let's it talk was about fun, that. Yeah. Was this a boar, a piglet? Pharaoh, sow, guilt. What we need to we need no uh, was, no more about this. It was a four-week-old piglet. Now was this kiss? Uh, you know, we got kind it on of the a, lips. A, a bump and run, or was it extended? Oh no, it was a bump and run. Bump and run. Oh yeah, okay. he had to bump and run. Okay. Um, well, again, that was uh, kind of um, you know one example of how you and your team uh, in the Cambridge office of Rain Associates has a lot of fun raising money. Uh, for the community. I think that's a good place to to start about businesses and companies that support local nonprofits. Um, it's a great reflection on the brand. And let's talk about that and uh, with your experience. Well, I mean, Ray and Associates is a prime example of an organization, a firm that over, 
over the years has always supported, you know, their team members to become actively involved in the community. Um, You see on our website and in our newsletters that various offices will go out and do actual, you know, projects, take a day of caring and go out and do a project. All of that is supported by the leadership of this firm and has always been that way. So that speaks to the type of people that we are and the type of people that we work with. Well, now let's go back to, and again, that kind of fits with uh, today's date, the National uh, Philanthropy Day, uh, which is really a grassroots movement to increase public interest (laughs) and awareness uh, in the importance of giving uh, back to the community. And you hit on, on something I want to explore a little bit with you. It's and when we talk about giving, a lot of people think it's it's just writing a check, but I think there's way more than just writing the check. And and can you tell us about some activities that you've experienced with with your team and maybe in your community of people giving their time to uh, back to the community? Well, most of the offices involved in the various you know charities they pick whom they have the most passion and interest for. And become involved in that. Um, And of course, we can't forget that, you know, we're the multi-winner of the um, Give Back the Food Day. And we donate all of our food to the Senior Center. And, you know, we do that. We go out and, you know, purchase the food items, take them to the Senior Center. So... You can't forget that now, can oh, you? Oh, I've totally forgotten that. Uh, you guys are very competitive when it comes comes to uh, raising funds and and um, uh, getting donations of goods and services. But but organizations really need, you know, like you said, everybody thinks that you just write the check and then that's all that you have to take care of. But there are an awful lot of organizations that need board members and that they just need new blood to come on and bring new ideas. And also, you know, the sweat equity, you know, whether it's for one day or for a week or whatever you can give, you know, most not-for-profits are really excited to be able to have some sweat equity. Right. And, you know, back in the early days when we were just starting out, that's about all we could give, wasn't it? You couldn't it? advertise. No, you couldn't. <laughs> Accountants couldn't advertise. But I think it's a good time now for uh, maybe a uh, a little bit of a commercial for our listeners. Um, you know, as you mentioned, you're, you're, you're one of the uh, very famous people within Ray and Associates for not-for-profit organizations. And, and, not-for-profit organizations across the state, across the nation, are looking for good, uh, solid board members. And the Ray team throughout the state of Ohio is ready and willing to donate their time to be a board member. Mm -hmm. And if there are listeners here who want to do that, I would encourage them to reach out to you, uh, maybe via our website, and you could arrange to, to, to get a board member to help them, regardless of what the cause and, and I've participated in events where the board's various not-for-profits will come together collectively, whether it's like the United Way Breakfast, but they'll actually be there to talk about their organization and individuals can walk around and can actually walk around and talk to the organizations and get a feel for if that's something that they would like to participate in. You know, what comes across as I as I talking when we set this up is um, you have fun participating in community mm-hmm. events. I enjoy you it. You really do. 
It's not, it's not a job, it's fun, and you truly are giving back. So, so if you were to advise uh, a company and their company's culture and branding, uh, how to start a charitable giving, a community, you know, something that the company can get into, a program to, to help out their community, where would you start? Well, I'd start with your team members. I'd start with your employees to get ideas on um, projects or organizations that they're interested in and, and why that's so. You know, we could sit there as managers and dictate and say, okay, this is the organization that we're going to, you know, be engaged in. But you're not going to get your team to be engaged in it if it's not something that they really feel a passion for. So, so it's, it, it goes to another point that, that we talked or touched in the, in the opening that employees want to work for businesses mm-hmm. that give back uh, to the community. And I think that they're just saying that they, that, that is um, a reflection of the type of individuals that they're working for. <laughs> and, you know, Ray and Associates has always been very generous in even allowing their employees to to step out during the day to participate in board meetings and participate in, in activities. So the company, the culture and leadership, uh, they have to encourage, they have to let uh, their team, like if it's a Friday afternoon, they're going out to the park to 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 help with an event, you have to sponsor or, or encourage Supportive. that. Yes. Mm-hmm. So 74, I think it was 74. Four yeah. percent was that the the number? Seventy four percent of employees consider their jobs to be more fulfilling when they can impact social and environmental issues. There's a lot of research and a lot of articles out there on Google and the internet. I mean, that was where one of the articles that um, Abby helped me write was centered around you know organizations and philanthropy and the fact that you know it's nice networking that gives people an, a chance to meet other people potentially you don't do it because you're you won't think you're going to get something out of it like new business but that's kind of a byproduct because a lot of times you know you will um develop these relationships and be able to come back and you know actually work with that organization or you know meet someone you know especially over the past uh, month two months I think uh, not only our firm, but uh, uh, CPA firms and other businesses across the country, you know, awareness was raised because of the mm-hmm. hurricanes and probably giving, my guess right now, is maybe at all-time high. As far as, to as, as disaster organizations yes. like the Red Cross. And yeah, they're, they're obviously seeing a lot of activity because it has been such a natural disaster year and now you add california onto that so they are seeing increased donations definitely come in uh there's a lot of um, church organizations that are also seeing some pickup in that area you know i want to want to maybe switch gears just just a bit that you know the recipient organization and you work you work a lot with this because you do a lot of the tax uh, preparation, I believe it's Form 990 mm-hmm. for not-for-profits. But is there such thing as like a, a donor's bill of rights? As a donor, what what should I be looking at uh, within that organization before I donate uh, my time or money? Well, you can actually, there are a lot of sources out there. GuideStar is out there. Ch- Charity Navigator actually will do a ranking 
of the organization in comparison to their overall, you know, fundraising. How much do they spend on program? How much do they spend on, you know, general and administrative? So you kind of really have to look at, at the organization. You can't just say, well, you know, they have 30% in fundraising and everybody else has 10 you need to look at the organization because that's just not a flat across the board. And that's where Charity Navigator actually has taken that guessing game out for donors is because they've actually have done a lot of the rankings. You know, just to get a feel for your expertise in the not-for-profit and giving back to the community, how many, how many not-for-profit uh, organizations, tax returns from a professional level, are you involved in in an annual basis? Oh, we do 400. 400. 400. So you really know what you're doing. I'd like to think so. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, that is one of your uh, one is. of your major specialties. So when we talk about giving back, you got it, you know. Yeah, so I kind of see see it all. And part of what we do too when we're involved in that is to, you know, give these organizations recommendations. One, because you see so many different activities going on and best practices coming out of maybe some organizations, you know, that you can share that and hopefully that so they can improve. Right. And, you know, earlier on, we talked about uh, the 19, uh, in the 1980s when the, Reagan uh, administration had uh, big tax reform, and we know tax reform is is coming. Uh, do you have a sense or feel are charitable deductions going to be cut, uh, saved? Have you seen anything, heard anything under? I haven't seen or heard anything. I, I will be, people don't donate because of the tax deduction. Okay. Say that again. People do not donate because of the tax deduction. That's great to hear you say, and I, I believe that as well. So even if it were to go away, I don't think that you're going to see... Organizations. I would the, hope not because that's, you know, maybe your bigger planned givings might be changed around a little bit, but I don't think that you're going to see major impact from that. Okay. Well, let's step back. Let's go back to encouraging uh, employees to get out there uh, in their community and volunteer. What are the byproducts of that? Are, are there like marketing, public relations? What, what, what's your recommendation there? What are you seeing? Well, actually, one of the things that I read, and I'm not encouraging any Ray employees to take this advice, uh -oh. but um, they actually say that it's a great place if you are in the hunt for a job. Okay. Um, you know, a different career it's path a or right? it's a byproduct is that, you know, because you are networking with different people, with different professions, with different backgrounds, that it gives you an opportunity right. to, you know, right. maybe see some ideas that you might be able to take advantage of if you're looking for a new job. Didn't you and I plan a golf outing we, for uh, not-for-profit organizations many, many years ago? We did. What the Boy did Scouts. You, yeah, yeah. What time did you get home after that uh, outing? It was late. Was it late? Yeah, it was late. After 7 o'clock? One of my finer moments. One of your That's fi all I'm saying. Yeah. But we raised money. <laughs> we did. Yeah. It was a good time. Yeah. So, so again, the benefits could be, like you said, um, an employee that might be looking for, you know, employment. Uh, what about the, I guess, free advertising? Well, um, there's free certainly, I mean, there's certainly that, you know, that it's a way for your company to basically, you know, market themselves 
by sponsoring events or, you know, like the pig contest. We got a lot of miles out of that. Well, you keep going back to that. I, <clears throat> so I don't the, know why that is. Well, because it's so recent in my mind and I haven't completely lost it. So, Have you read the rules and laws about that or are you... What? About kissing pigs. No, I haven't. Okay. I didn't realize there was anything out there. But, well, there might be. There might but be. But anyway, so when you come back down to, you know, that Ray and Associates was was part of, you know, that whole marketing by um, the Chamber of Commerce and the newspaper on the radio. So that was kind of a byproduct. You, you sponsor those events, you participate in those events, and, and your company is usually recognized for doing that. You know, as we as we go back and talk about um, you know the positive public relations and and building the brand and and, and getting programs in place within a, a business uh, that that's maybe not accustomed to doing this. Do you, do you recommend it? How many how many hours a year would you give? How do you how do you do that? I mean, you just have to use reasonableness. Obviously, you can't be, you know, out doing charity work forty hours a week when you got when you got a when you got a regular job. Yeah, we have a regular job, but most not for profits, at least the ones that I work with locally, are respectful of the fact that volunteers. And I probably learned that the best from the United Way director at the time, because that was kind of the first not for profit I got involved in when I moved back to Cambridge. And, you know, they were so appreciative of anything that anyone could give. So they recognized the fact that, you know, you might not be able to attend every board meeting, but if you can come to the board meetings and participate and be part of the campaign, so you spread the, the especially during campaign time. So you spread that out among a lot of people instead of like putting it all on to just a few people and that you were that you respected what people could give. So you if they couldn't do, you know, 20 hours a week community service and could only do 10, you know, you you appreciated that. You know, giving back uh, certainly has a big impact and you shared a lot with that, but I don't know how it's coming across to the listeners, but I but I think it's 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 obvious to me, and I th- and I and I think it's coming across in your presentation. You don't do this because you have to. It's you're giving back to the community because you want to. It's just a natural thing for you and your team, and that goes back to the brand that you talked about mm-hmm. early on. And it was a great way too, especially when you are, you know, in my case, I came back when I moved back to Cambridge. It was a great time for me to start to build new relationships and meet new people because, you know, most of my friends that were still in the area were married, raising kids, you know, our lives were in different places. And I'm like, okay, what am I going to do with myself? So that's kind of what I started, you know, with working with the United Way and it just kind of took off from there. So it's not only it's uh, social benefits and get to meet a lot, lot of folks that that you're probably still currently doing oh, business absolutely. with. I, well, a lot of folks I'm still friends with. So, sure. you know, you just really build some really solid relationships because you have a common ground. I mean, you have a common interest and that's, you know, your philanthropic endeavors. You know, and you've been doing this for several years, I would say. Thanks. So. <laughs> But, um, you know, how much time would you say you give 
in a year. I know you don't, mm. I know that you don't track that because you don't care. You just do it. But if, but if I, I said, look, um, take a stab, what would it, what would it be? Is it a hundred hours a year? I'd say probably a hundred hours a or, year. Yeah. Or more? No, probably closer to a hundred. Yeah. yeah. As a board member on not-for-profits, do you enjoy doing that? And do you recommend again to get uh, employees involved as being board members because CPAs make great board members. They do. Um, I do advise CPAs though, if they want to be board members, don't take the treasurer's job. I, I'd rather be president than treasurer. There you go. But everybody looks at you and go, oh, well, you know numbers, you know, but it's on, it's good for you to do something different than what you do every day. So you do want to encourage, you know, but you want to make sure that they pick something they really like, that they really want to be involved in and they want to see, you know, that organization improve and not something because, you know, Dave Kane or Mary Beth Wright says, you know, we need somebody on this board because that's just, you're just kind of setting it up for. You know, I want to also direct our, our listeners. I, I think I have it here in front of me, but, um, you have written a number of articles that appear on this very topic, and they're posted on the Ray and Associates website. And one that caught my attention was, it's from October of 2016, Paying It Forward Pays. And it and it hits the, the high points of mm-hmm. what uh, we've been talking about today. Stronger community relationships equals huge benefits. And I would encourage our listeners to to jump on um, the Ray and Associates website and take a look at that article. And there are other articles that you've written and uh, you're a fantastic author in that area and I, you got a great passion. So, and it, and it comes across in, in um, when you talk and speak. And like I said, you walk the, you know, you, you walk the walk and you talk the talk. So. Uh, just as a tidbit, if there are organizations and, you know, you really need to make sure, I probably shouldn't even throw this out there, but, you know, if you are doing, if you're doing, um, if you're doing travel on behalf of a not-for-profit, you know, don't forget that that travel can be deductible as a charitable donation. This is not a tax program, by the way. Well, I know. I'm just telling you. Yeah. There's a tax you can put tip. That, that's a tax tip. But yeah, I mean, we're running out of time, but we you hit on something. What about insurance as a board member? You definitely want to make sure that your um, organization has a DNO insurance. You know, it's just a good thing to have because there's a number of issues that, that can arise. You hope they don't, but... So in the past 30 seconds, you gave great two tips. Two tips, insurance and tax tips. Great. Our guest today has been Mary Beth Wright, a principal with Ray and Associates located in Cambridge, Ohio. And uh, Mary Beth has a quote for us, I believe, before we sign off. I do. It's Winston Churchill. I use this all the time. And it says, we make a living by what we get, but we make a life by what we give. Wonderful. Listeners, check out Unsuitable on our YouTube channel to see what goes on behind the scenes. You can also find a wealth of information to help you maximize your contributions at raycpa.com. And as always, don't forget to subscribe to Unsuitable on iTunes. Until next time, I'm Dave Kane, encouraging you to loosen up your tie and think outside the box. 